Push it. Push it. It's pushed. All right. Good. Is there a number on this thing? Number 177. All right. And why is there three? Hold on. There's one. Houston. Houston. Phoenix. Yeah. Howdy, Heidi. Hi. How's everybody doing? Good. We're good. Pretty good. Nice. <laughs> hanging out at home. I recognize that shirt. <laughs> yeah. I wore it just, nice. just for this. I don't know where mine is. <laughs> oh, no. I'll find it someday. Yeah, check that neighbor you were overseeing. It's probably under her bed. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, Heidi, we missed you last week. We, uh, we, we told them that you were uh, busy beating up children and uh, – Oh, no, <laughs> teaching, teaching, same thing. Yeah, I was. It was great. It was really fun. I I set out to prove a point and and I won. <laughs> they they wanted music every every day. Somebody asked, "Can we please just have music?" So my goal was to make them learn fiddle tunes, one Irish, one like American type fiddle tune by ear, hundred percent. And they threw like cellos, violas, bass players. I had a clarinet player. Saxophone play. They threw all these, you know, it was supposed to be fiddle, fiddle classes. And uh, anyway, made it work. I, you know, once I got the roster and realized there were the other instruments, I, I had to pick a piece where, you know, it could, it could translate or at least, you know, the chord progression would be easy enough for, for beginners to pick up on. Anyway, so my goal was no music, like learn to, to do music by ear for all the, the wonderful skills that it gives you. Boy, Excellent. that first day, they're like, you're going to give us the music right. I'm like, mm, maybe. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah, maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. But they did it. They learned everything by ear. And wow. the second day, I had everybody do the baseline. Yeah. It's interesting about the baseline. It's like the chords, like measure by measure. This is what, you know, just the basic note of the chord would be. They, I mean, they can't play the whole chord, but like, okay, this is a D major chord, play D. Like, and then next bar and the next... And suddenly the melody started to come to them even faster. Like once they understood the structure, 100% by ear. So it was, I knew they could do it. I knew they would learn from it. And I stuck to my guns and it, it was great. And they killed it in the performance. That's they all cool. did it. That's yeah, fantastic. They did. So it was, it was great. We had fun. This was at the penitentiary, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, by Friday at 10 o'clock. No, Fiddle for felons, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a there's a title. How common is it for like if like for kids who are learning classical instruments like fiddle, whatever, and they're learning how to sight read at the same time that they're learning how to play? How how often is ear training? Is that a big part of training generally, no. or no? Well, okay. So there's it depends on who you ask. If like the old Suzuki method. They learned by ear. It was kind of like monkey see, monkey do in a way. Now that's like extremely like over, like dumbed down, but kind of, I mean, that's how they learn initially. So some of the Suzuki kids have trouble reading music at first. Like they go to youth orchestra and they're like, what are these notes? We don't understand it. So for them, it's, it's the opposite. But like, for me, I started in school with like, you know, the orchestra book. I never learned anything by ear. Nobody made me memorize so extremely difficult for me at first. And now that's all I do. So, you know, it's interesting. It, it's, it depends on where they come from, but I would say ear training and theory and just 
you know, all of those fundamentals, if you take the music away, they're not used to it. <laughs> they did yeah. not like it. But like the second or third day, I took my mandolin in just to play just chords, because I think I even play differently when I have to strum rather than do what yeah. I'm used to. And mm-hmm. I find the chords differently than I would, even though the mandolin's the same as the violin, like the setup of the strings, you still hear it differently when you pick or strum. Yeah. And so I took that and I said, hey, guys, I'm new at this. So now we're all on the same page. But I played like the second half of the Celtic tune, just the chord progression. And I asked them what they heard. And a couple of them got it. They were like, that's Ed Sheeran. That's perfect by Ed Sheeran. I'm like, yeah, he stole this. But the point (laughs) was not that he stole from this Irish jig. It was that, you know, many chord progressions are the same. And then the yeah. melodies might be different, but like right. we heard it. And then all of a sudden it just started to click and it was, it was just cool to watch. I was like, I knew you could do it anyway. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's, that's a good, that's a sign of a good teacher as well. Knowing the, knowing that you can, you know, whip them into shape. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. Not. Yeah. Well, they did. They did great. We had fun. Wait, that's what we were tell, telling them last week. We were telling them about your, your, uh, working with, the working with the children and making this world brighter by putting more music in it. Is anybody else devastated that uh, R. Kelly is wrongly accused and sentenced for the third? No, I'm the only one. Okay. Well, let's move on then. How about my, my good friend, Ghislaine Maxwell, you, anybody upset? 20? No. Okay. All right. Am I the only, am I the only one that thinks these guys are framed? Okay. Anyway. All right. Well, anyway, so that will be a, that will be a marker now for the for the killing section of the music tonight. Well, <laughs> so just so you know, because I, I don't know if 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 any of you slappercast uh, heads noticed that last week we forgot he forgot um, uh, we we forgot to kill a song, we forgot to save a song, we forgot to sing a song, we forgot to so. Uh, Smoke bomb. We so uh, we're gonna do that. We 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 got Heidi in here today because she's she brings the venom when it comes not not, not 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 the band. She brings the venom when it's time to when she kills a song. She fucking kills it in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. Except so. when I kills it in a good way. That I yeah. don't like. <laughs> yeah. But also, we, we we were talking earlier too. We have to say a big 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 uh, hello and a get well to uh, to Judy, our our our, our favorite. Ch- Chad's taking good care of her, and uh, she's uh, she's tough as nails. That woman, but we just want to all say, Judy, keep at it. She's doing wonderful, right? Yeah, she is. Yeah, I just had dinner with her. I know yeah, she's she's doing very well. Delighted, so, yeah, delighted. So big hi, big hello, big healthy hello to uh, to Judy. What we left off last week to talking about Montana and uh, and Weston. So we have those nailed down. We've got a couple more dates that we're going to do as we go north to Montana in August. And uh, we're going to get young Heidi in here. And uh, so I'm going to try to figure out some way of getting a, doing a Houston show before we leave. Even if it's a, uh, you know, but I, I just, you know, the last, um, the people that saw us on Patty's Day with Heidi were like, when, when can we see it again? When can we see it again? So I'm working on that. And um, okay. Yeah. So uh, the crew up in Montana are very, very excited about having us come out. So I'm, and also we got to say too, we have had, we have had the best bunch of drummers come through. We have 
Uh, our job is going to start getting excruciatingly difficult next week when we start doing, yeah. doing the second round. We haven't had one. There's not been one dog. Everybody that's come through has been a, a monster, an absolute monster. So, And just incidentally, this has been interesting. And I, I don't know if this is just because it's the first song I've listed on. It hasn't always been true. Yeah, it hasn't always been true. Let, 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 let's see if Heidi can guess. Okay. Every, <laughs> every drummer we've, we've auditioned so far, we've let them choose which songs they want to play in what order. We, we tell them what songs to learn, but when they say, which one are you going to do first? And they've all picked the same song to play first. Which Can is, which, uh, yeah, we, we, we were like, are you guys talking behind our back? Are you guys, yeah. <laughs> are you guys conspiring? What is the, what is the deal here? So can you guess? Can you guess which song? What song they wanted uh, to play the most or uh, like play as first? As a drummer. Yeah. yeah. That, that they actually literally chose to play first. Wow. It's, I'll give you a hint. It's, it's on Blackmatic. It's one of the new songs. I think Pirate. Pirate. Mm-hmm. See? Bingo. See? She can't you, you can't, you can't, you can't knock her over. Yeah, that was that was a that was, we were we were just like really we thought it'd be something like you know Wild Rover that's just a train all the way through kind of get warmed up they all jumped in and the scary part was they all played it well they all yeah. played it well you, you, you know so 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 what we have been doing is a lot of the time so we'll play it and then then we'll 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 do it a second time or we'll run through the list and then we'll run through, whatever they're comfortable with and uh, what we've been doing is saying okay now. I want you to just play it now. Pretend you've only heard the song the first time and play it. And it's it's hairs hairs on my neck, hairs just hairs on my arms standing up. Uh, <laughs> every single one of them has, has brought brought a different style, a different flavor, a different color, if you will. And and it's just mm-hmm. it's been a uh, and 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 like I say, next week is going to be it just. It's going to be really difficult. But again, you know, it's, it's some people might not be able to tour. Some people, you know, so who knows? But yeah, as, right. it, as it sits right now, and and every single one of them has been just a, a nice, you know, just a really really friendly, upbeat, um, drug free, just yeah, really 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 sharp, mm-hmm. sharp people. So yeah. it's been that's been really fun. Yeah, it has. I've definitely, we've had some very unpleasant and stressful auditioning experiences in the past. <laughs> particularly, particularly 2008. There's a year that comes up a lot in these discussions. That's, yeah. that's, uh, this is, yeah, this is totally different from the, what yeah, we used yeah. to have to go through back in those yeah, days. Yeah. There was one time, and it, we, we can talk about the, I know this is the story. There is a particular guy you want to talk about. There, there was around the same time, there's a dude, I can't remember his name. I don't remember how we got in touch with him. He might have responded to a Craigslist ad. And he came in, he didn't, I think he didn't even have a drum kit with him. So we, I think we must've asked Jeremy if we could use his kit or whoever's kit was in there at the time. Yeah. And he came in and I remember I, I went, this is what we had, a, we had a rehearsal studio on Starrett street still uh, close to downtown. And I, we got him set up or whatever. And I, I stepped out to go to the restroom and I came back and I, I was, I was walking up the hallway. I could hear him playing the snare and it sounded nothing like what a drummer should be making you know, on a snare. It didn't sound anything like a real drummer. And I said, that doesn't go well. And so I, we had the knock on the door. So the, do- the door automatically locked. So Patrick had to let me in. So I knocked on the door. And you opened the door and looked at me and went. 
this is not going well. <laughs> think, and then we had to drive the guy home. Think oh, of, yeah, oh. think, think of, yeah, so no drums, no drums. But think of somebody just taking a handful of marbles and dropping them on a snare. That's kind of what it sounded like. <laughs> and the poor guy, yeah, he was so nice, and but he was just, it was as if he just touched a drum for the first time. Was, oh. uh, yeah. So that the awkward situations like that, where you're like trying to figure out how to be, well, we'll get back to you. Yeah. Uh, but then we had to drive the guy home, like all the way out to somewhere, way out in the sticks somewhere. Yeah. yeah he, hey, well, we didn't yes. have to, he, he started to walk he, and it was, Oh yeah, I don't have, I, I don't have a car. Uh, you know, my car's, you know, my friends got my car, you know, something that was just absolutely not true. But uh, you know, yeah. and we're not going to leave them on the side of the road. You know, it's not. You know, um, you know. So we we yeah, we dropped them home. But Dang. yeah, Aww. yeah. So so thankfully, okay. nothing like that is going on again. So, but anyway, yeah, it's it's with yeah. That's why usually when when we get to this this point, I, I start having you know twitches to the bad bad experiences of the past. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, yeah, every band. I mean, every anybody's ever had a band band knows knows what this is like. Yeah, you got to go through it at least once. Yeah, and and, and, the, and the other thing too is we we have had uh, it, the, the people that we haven't even been able to get back to have been. Yes. I, I mean, there's a whole other tier of people, and it's not that they're it's not that they're lesser drummers. It's just that their 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 things come in later. So we have another whole wave to get. To. But we just wanted to get one thing because that was there was one point last week. Where I was like, I don't know, I don't know who I said was Monday, and uh, there's two on Tuesday or three on Wednesday or whatever, and you start forgetting where you know what the play, you know. So it was, it, it became a little bit of a, a brain stew, and then you're you're just you know. But luckily, everybody that came through was just so nice. I mean, and, and you'd you'd want to have, you know, as the as the phrase goes, you'd want to have a beer with any of them. They're just. Uh, and mm-hmm. you know, all completely individuals. Their personalities are completely original. You know, they're they're their own person. Nobody came in trying to be, you know, like a, oh, Chad's a Beatles fan. I'm going to sound like Mariah Carey's drummer, or you know, or you know, I mean, I'm, I'm being silly, but you know what I mean. Like they're not going to come in and they're not going to say, they're not going to say, okay, I'm I'm going to do this just like you know. It was. Like, like I said, you know, I said, well, g- give me your version of this song. And, and, and there it was. It was like, holy fuck. So, yeah, wow. really, really interesting and good, good stuff. And, and, and immediately, you know, not only good personalities and good rhythm and stuff like that, but just, you know, you can tell off the bat that, 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 that they're good people, you know, so. Indeed. So, Heidi, on the same note, you know, you've you played for a bunch. you played for a bunch of bands in Phoenix. You've played, you played all over. You've, uh. Uh, did, did you ever have any any were there any nightmare auditions where you minor <laughs> yeah yeah or, no, no 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 i mean like like that's just the, the the band situation you know where you get in like like I, i've talked to people that, that tell me about the the band like one drummer uh, story we were strop, swapping drummer stories with a friend of mine and uh um yeah. They they show up and they're all in the room and you know which is the other thing too you you, you can't you're, you're relying on them to know that they know that they can do the job it, you know it, not not just here 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 you know here you know yeah. you're able to right so yeah. they went they go in the guy could play the drums but he just didn't bother to learn the songs so they kind of mumble their way through the songs 
and it doesn't go well. And it's just, you know, the guy's like, yeah, yeah, you know, hey, you know, next time, you know, I'll, I'll come in with my stuff done and blah, blah, you know. And they're, they're just like, no, you know, no, thank you. But, you know, off you go. Yeah. And then they were at a gig and they're, 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 this is later, much later. And the band is playing and the drummer that had auditioned for that band is at the gig and he's playing with another band and he's actually said to the guy, he goes, Hey man, I really like your stuff. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to try out again. You know, <laughs> what are you fucking thinking? You know, they're, they're up and running. It's, 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 but it's, it's that kind of stuff that you, you have to ask yourself, you go, are, are you, are you here? Do you see that there's, yeah. Do you have any stories I, like I, that? Any? Yeah, I, I know. We had some trouble weaving the Sea Merchants, which was an Irish rock band here in Phoenix that was pretty big for a couple of years. We had a big issue with some bass player auditions. I mean, we had bass players that expected us to teach them, I mean, everything. Or, you know, like there was a bass player that I don't think he ever got rid of the iPad. Like he oh, could no. not play one song after years of... Anyway, but yeah, during the tryouts, it was it was interesting. They either had just completely the wrong idea, or no idea, or you know, we tried them out for you know a week or two, or a rehearsal or two, a day or two, and it was just like, is this guy like neurotic? Is he on crack? Is he like what? <laughs> um, yeah. And you know, they it, it's essential for rhythm and. In an Irish band, if you don't understand how quickly some of those chords change and the rhythm that the bass player has to have that's quite a bit different than any other genre, it's a, it's a disaster. It's, it's a total disaster. But I've had the same experience with guitar players that think, oh, an Irish song, oh, that's just like a country song. Like you, you play the chords the same or, or the beats are the same. It's just it's just four chords. I'm like, no, no, I don't think it is. Totally different feel, totally different sound. But they insist that it's not. <laughs> and there you're playing in one style and they're playing in another. And 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 to them it means nothing. Mm. Nothing at all. Like just no like, yep, that's 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 the tune. I, I did it, it's all good. I'm like, no, that was not no. Yeah. You just made my job hell. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then oh, you're supposed no. to be able, you're supposed to be able to go out and and look the look mm. the people in the eye and play that stuff, and it yeah. ends up being you know it ends up I, I wouldn't I wouldn't play that I wouldn't play that for a for a, for a dead dog, <laughs> you know yes. Yeah, yeah. it, <laughs> it makes me think of uh, when we were auditioning fiddle players uh, many years ago, and there was a fella, really nice you guy, who came in who had played with another uh, Irish band in town. Really cool dude, and he but he came in and I, I guess he we had told him what songs to learn or whatever, but he 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 chose Foggy Dew, and so he sets up a music stand and he puts the sheet music for Foggy Dew on yeah. there. Not, says, not all right, not, guys, yeah, let's go. Not ours, not our. Yeah, no, music. not our version. And he's just playing as we're playing, but not listening to us, not even attempting to to get in the right tempo or anything of the feel of the song that we're playing, and we're all kind of looking at each other like, is this? <laughs> <laughs> is this really happening right now? I just, I, I, this, and he'd played in a band already. You know, you got to wonder, like, where did these guys pick up these skills? Or how did he even think that this was a good idea <laughs> to bring in sheet music <laughs> for an audition in a rock yeah. band? It's very strange. Yeah. yeah, it happens a lot, surprisingly. I think I, you know, the, 
when I was brand new at it all, I kind of, I did the same thing, but you learn pretty quick. Well, okay. Maybe most of them don't learn pretty quickly because they don't invest the time in really like seeking out what the genre is really about. Yeah. I mean, there, there yeah. seriously are players that think in their minds, they can play anything. Right. But yeah, big difference between really paying attention. Like I know I wouldn't just walk into a jazz band and assume that I could really be a jazz fiddle player and do it justice. Sure. I can like make a bunch of noise and like noodle around but that. That's not the same as really knowing that style and that music and doing it justice. There's mm -hmm. a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Well, for I, sure. I guess some people don't think there is, but I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah, the jazz the jazz train people are, are amazing to, to see they those are. guys that they, they really not are. only do they know their instruments back forwards and forwards, but they're they all you have to have a really good ear to play in those types of bands. And th those guys, you, you, they don't even have to have ever met each other. They can sit down and just start playing something and make it sound like they've been doing it for years. Yeah, I, I love I love seeing that kind of stuff happen. So so Incredible. Chad, going back to the change and all that stuff back in the day, where you did you have the same? Did you have a, the for, same horror story? Not real, not with auditioning, really, because we were we were only together for like two and a half years or something, and we didn't see very many members come and go during that time. Because when I joined, it was already you know, Andy, Rob, and Jason already had the unit. There were three pieces at the time, and then I came and I I had my audition, and they loved me, so they hired me immediately. And then uh, that went on for about a year, <laughs> and then we got my my friend Dwight, whom I'd been in with uh, Elmo to Penguin. Elemental Penguin, our high school band before, uh, he was back from college and, and uh, we started talking to him about joining. And that was just kind of a shoe in, you know, because we hadn't, we didn't even audition any other keyboard players. He was playing keyboards. That was really, yeah, the only, the only kind of thing we went through like that was after we had to fire our drummer eventually. And we did audition, I think a couple of players to potentially replace him, but the band wound up breaking up before we could get to that point. We, we actually had an audition with Todd Waters, who was the lead singer of Spunk, a uh, fantastic drummer, actually. And he was he was great. Now, it would have been really interesting if that worked out. We didn't stay together long enough to see that come to fruition. Yeah. So I didn't really experience that until after the change broke up. So when Dwight and I tried to get another band together, there were some strange things going on. But there really, there really weren't any like uncomfortable. I, I guess we just got lucky that most of the people we met back then were actually pretty talented. It was just a matter of finding somebody who actually was, you know, committed enough to to show up every week and rehearse. Yeah, yeah so. the dreaded the dreaded rehearse. Yes, I so that's why I form my own bands because I'm not going to go and audition. Um, and you guys can you guys can go to hell if you think you're going to fire me. I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take my take my toys and go home. No, 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 man. But uh, no, I saw my. Our, our good friend, Mark Havna, who you probably uh, know from a few episodes back here on old Slappercast, he, he's, he's the owner, the co-owner of Catch My Carbon. Well, I went to school with Mark in a place called Sally Noggin, uh, just uh, south of old Dublin town in Ireland. And uh, he called me up one night, uh, 852-352, that was my phone number back then. And... Uh, I don't, know, I don't know how the hell that gets into into the into my head, but um, so he calls me up and he goes, "Hey, my uncle Greg has a band. They're in Dublin right now, in 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 the city center. I'm in Kalini, which is you know about 
about half an hour out in the train, so so half an hour south. And uh, he said, my, my uncle is a guitar player, and they need a singer, and they need a singer tonight. I Actually, I think he told me at school. He told me at school that day. And he said, uh, you know, why don't you go in and say, I was like, I've never sang in a fucking band before. Are you kidding me? He goes, no, no, you can do it. <laughs> so I, I, I used to take take the desk, the 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 table in the – in, in, in the classroom and I turn it upside down. So the legs would be sticking up and I would sit in the legs and I would do the, and I would like slide up and down the, 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 you know, the thing as the, as the, the, the red baron or whatever. And uh, anyway, so, you know, Mark and I have known each other for a thousand years. He knew I was a character and he, you know, yeah, that, that guy will do anything. So I did. So that day I actually got on the, I got on the dart Dublin area rapid transit and uh, went into town and uh, went into the studio. I'd never been in a studio before. It was just not like a rehearsal room. So there was a drum kit set up and it had the double kick drum uh, uh, set up, big, big blue drum kit, uh, premier drum kit and uh, guitar amps. And all these guys were older than me. I was a kid. I was in school. And uh, we went in and uh, they're all like, how are you? How are you? All right. Uh, yeah. Sing for us. I was like, I thought I'd just show up and get the job, you know, you know, uh, what, what do you know? Uh, I, I don't know. You know, I was just told to come in here. So, uh, so we did, uh, we ended up doing uh jailbreak dancing the moon, thin Lizzie, of course. Uh, it was a, a, a few numbers. Of course, I didn't know the song, the songs well enough to, to, you we, know, and they didn't make up words. It, probably. Yeah. Probably, but but you know, I sang into the microphone for the first time and played, you know, sang with a band for the first time, and and I liked it. I I, I said, uh, you know, in my head, I was going, I, I like this. So I went home after the thing, and uh, I get a phone call late that night, and Greg, his uncle, called me and he said, "Hey, you got the job." I said, "I didn't do anything." <laughs> uh, so I said, "Great, I'm in a band." Fucking right, you know, like I'm going to quit school. No, I didn't quit school. So I ended up uh, getting a phone call then from Greg about a, a few weeks. I may, might not have even been a week later. And he said, uh, he said, uh, I, I quit the band. And I said, oh, and he said, so you're, you quit too. You're coming with me and we're going to start our own thing. And I've got, and he started listing all the stuff that he had. And I said, all right, you know. Fine. I, th- I thought we were great. I thought it was a great band, you know, but yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. And then anyway, ended up never doing anything with any of them. But it was a, <laughs> it was a, for a moment there, I was in a rock and roll band without ever having, basically, I probably sang about two lines from two songs or whatever. But <laughs> so I said, well, fuck it. I'll, I'll do my own band and then I'll, I'll do my own auditions. Hell with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fast forward 10 years. <laughs> Twelve years, thirty, yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, I don't even know what year that was. Was it nineteen? Oh, I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look it up. I actually looked up just recently. This it was our friend um, uh, Anne Redding, yeah, uh, from from Molly McGuire's had was reminiscing on a, on a comment of something when I posted that old uh, news article, the the story that Bob Ruggiero wrote about us back in two thousand six. She she was saying, hey, when, when was uh. She was rem- remembering going to see On the Dole at the grand opening of Brian O'Neill's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I had to go back and look say, when was that? Because she was trying to remember what year it was. So I went and found a, an article somewhere that mentioned 
when they opened. So it was 2002, which was later than I thought. I had thought they'd been there longer. Um, I said, well, it had been 2002, according to this article. She said, yeah, that sounds right. And then I found another article that, because I remember seeing one that Bob had also written about on the dole several years before that. And it mentioned that, said, since 1999, on the dole has been so forth. So okay, good to know. If huh? that was accurate then, yeah. Yo, I'm sure it was. Um, that was a strange, that was a strange thing. Um, on the dole was, uh, it was, it was going to be, it, it, this is what I envisioned. I envisioned blackguards back then, but trying to get people to put electric instruments, like essentially, you know, do exactly what we're doing now. People would just look at you and they go, no, that's, that's, that's stupid. Don't do that. That's, uh, you know, yeah. so there you go. So yeah, I, we've I already spent that. way too much time on nothing. But yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we should kill a song. I think it's killing yes, time. Please. Yes. Okay. All right. first. La- ladies first. I'll go first. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'll tell that joke already. <laughs> I know. I know. It never stops. Okay. So you want me to go first? Yes. Okay. Funny you should mention R. Kelly. Because <laughs> I'm going to kill a song that he wrote that I just, I know it's a well-meaning song and many wonderful artists have covered it, but I think it is the lamest melody. Maybe not the lamest, but it is not that great. It's a very boring melody. Anybody, any any guesses which song I'm going to kill? I, I know nothing about any, him. Oh, this does, song, no. Do, yeah, does What's it have it? a closet in the title? <laughs> no. Yeah. I believe I can fly. Oh. Yeah. 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 I just I've never liked it, and I feel bad not liking it because, you know, it's supposed to be so well-meaning and so... Yeah, but, yeah. I don't think he had much. Well, I don't think he had much good nature in his heart. <laughs> I don't think so. No, unless <laughs> un- unless the nature was underage, you know. <laughs> I mean, he's got yeah. you know. I, I and actually, we, we didn't coordinate on this at all. But I, the 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 song that and, and we'll come back to resurrection in a little while. We'll wait till Easter for that. But uh, for right now, I, this wasn't coordinated at all. But I hate beyond hate. He did a he did a an acapella like a a one man story thing and uh, and I don't know the name of the song I just but I remember walking by a TV one time and the TV was lucky to stay alive to stay fucking because I I lost it. it it was so bad but it was something like uh, it, something in the closet and he's just it's just acapella and he's just telling this story and I went to the door and I opened the door and the door and he's and, and I said, somebody's got, somebody's got to pay for this. I've, I've got, I need to, I need to, 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 to blow something up right around now. And it was the worst fucking shit I've ever heard. And then of course he went to jail. Uh, today is Tuesday. So what, four days ago, sentenced to 30 years. And, um, uh, uh, you know, we're going to try and appeal that, but. Uh, they turned know. that into an entire South Park episode, didn't they? The, the I, closet thing. I, I've never seen South Park either. There's a whole episode where R. Kelly's in the closet. And they, he won't come out. <laughs> anyway, so well, that's, they, must that's, have, they must have been riffing on that song. That's pretty much his life now. So he's going to be in yeah. a closet and he won't come out. So, all right, kill, kill, Chad, kill. <laughs> all right, I'm, I am killing a song by somebody I actually really, really love. But I'm, but I'm also going to resurrect one of his songs too. Okay. And, this, and I'm not killing this because it's a bad song. It's just I've heard it so much, and it's like it was one. Of, it was his last number one hit. 
And there were, he's got so many better songs <laughs> that I'm just, I, I don't think it's, 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 it's just grates on my nerves. Uh, got my mind set on you by George Harrison. I never Which, thought I would see the day. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, I don't like that song. It, it, and it's nothing against George or, you know, I know they're, they didn't even intend it to be a hit. It was just something they just kind of spontaneously started. Don't make excuses for them. Don't make it's, it's crap. You can take, you can get. I forget what the story is, but I think that they were just messing around with a drum beat. And George said, you know, that kind of reminds me of that James Ray song, Got My Mind Set on You. And so they just, on a whim, they just tracked the whole song. And uh, I went back and listened to the original earlier today, just out of curiosity for the first time. And it's, 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 it's weird for even, even for a certain early 60s uh, hit, it, it, the production on it is kind of strange. It's not what you would expect. But not to go too far afield on that, I, that, that, that song is an example of where, because I love, I love, um, Shit, what is his name? Jeff Lynn. I love Jeff Lynn as well. But sometimes his production, particularly in that era, sometimes gets a little overdone. Soupy. And some of the travel. Yeah. A little soupy, a little, a little too cheesy. Like he gets carried yeah. away. Like he 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 just sometimes doesn't know when to stop uh layering things and doing overdone Spe- things. Speaking of R. Kelly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Although, yeah, the horns in that song kind of annoy me. I just like, just shut up. Just why are you here? Just go. <laughs> anyway, so George, obviously brilliant songwriter. I'm really happy. I mean, I'm so, I mean, preface, preface it. No, let me add, qualify that by saying I'm really, I'm really happy he had a number one hit with that. Cause I think he's, I don't think Paul, he was the only Beatle to have a number one hit. I think that the whole decade, I think. I'm not sure about that. So it's great that he got a number one hit because he deserved the recognition. Anyway, yeah, yeah. And he was probably starving because he only makes, shut fucking. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> so, can I resurrect a song now? Since I just go for it, up? go for it. Take take the um, whole. This <laughs> there is a song on. He's going way back now. His his uh second, I think his second solo album, Li- "Living in the Material World," where he already had he actually had a number one hit on that too, which was "Give Me Love, Give Me Peace on Earth." There's another song on that record that was supposed to be. Sl- it was actually slated to be released as a second single from that record, and for some reason they canceled it at the last minute for some weird reason so to this day it remains this really underrated uh like deep album track when it totally could have been a single and it's uh don't let me wait too long and it's a fantastic song uh it, to, to me it just sounds it's like one of the best songs he's ever done as far as you know the pop you know catchy stuff he, he was so good at writing and most people don't, don't even know the song because they just not only did it never come out as a single but you just never really hear it played <laughs> so i think somebody could have a number one hit with that song Right, here you go, Chad. Chad, you're up. <laughs> Very cool. So anyway, yeah. Thank so you, George. Hi- yeah, bye, bye, George. So Heidi, what you got for resurrecting? Yes, or you can, or you can okay. kill again. You can kill again. It's a, it's a Tuesday <laughs> morning. Keep killing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'll be nice. In like in totality, Roy Orbison, just ah. Uh, Man, I I came across you know you know being at home this week that black and white um, night concert like I, I'm gonna watch oh. the whole thing, but it reminded me like I grew up listening to those vinyls because my dad was a huge fan and my dad loved to study how songs were written and rock and roll and he would make notes as he listened and he was one of those guys who just go to the piano and just play something right back that he just heard. So I, I just I remember hearing these things in the background all the time. And I remember hearing this voice different than any of the other oldies or what you know, whatever my dad was into at the time. 
this this huge voice, this voice that you didn't expect that like in, in the control that Roy Orbison had at any moment in a song. And he, and he was so subtle about it. But then out mm-hmm. of nowhere, like, I mean, his voice was good, right? And the range of his voice, but then just just the inflection that would just come out of nowhere on just like a syllable of one word, like in uh, yeah. um, Crying, which is probably my favorite, just, just mm-hmm. the orchestration, the orchestra, I mean, behind him and just every part of the song. But on the word over, you got to go back and listen to Crying. And what he does with his voice on the word over before you is just like, <gasps> anyway, I'm just yes. a sap for those ballads and these huge, you know, like just where there's just everything in a song from, from the heartbeat in the drums and the bass to, to these vocals and orchestra, orchestra behind. And I mean, that's why I'm such a huge Lady Gaga fan. But if you go back and listen to some of his songs and think about who admired him, you can kind of see this evolution that started in rock and roll that I, I really do think that he like the melodramatic effect that, you know, wasn't in rock and roll before him and the vulnerability when rock and roll was supposed to be all masculine. And I was reading about him. Cause I, of course I had to get into it today once I like thought, Oh yeah. Really? Then I went on my little rabbit hole, but the uh, stage fright he suffered. So he oh, had really? like, this stoic appearance but these amazing vocals and this like huge effect on everybody on stage. I, I mean, there's so many of his songs that just send chills. And then a song like, um, what's the one that sounds like it's out of a musical all of a sudden Penny Arcade. Yeah. 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 If you don't expect, you know, something like that. So I don't know. I, I think huh? his music is incredible, not just his voice. And then all the, all the icons that, you know, we're influenced by him and respect him. And mm-hmm. I think Elvis had a mutual respect for his voice and oh, he God, had yeah. that respect for Elvis's voice. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, yeah. And, 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 uh, and metal also steals a lot from their, you know, from their, when they were, you know, that stuff, mm-hmm. that stuff, it, I'm not saying it was born there, um, but it, it it's with that, with that, with that sweet and sour, with that, you know, you know, that passion and that kind of that energy. And then, you know, and then, and then you just sit this beautiful angelic voice atop this power. And it's just, it really is. It's one of those moments where, cause that's, I mean, like him or not, Bruce Springsteen just absolutely just, I mean, just took, I mean, so many people, I mean, but I just remember hearing so many Springsteen songs going and, and he'll, he'll be the first to tell you too. I mean, I'll get him on the phone if you want, but, uh, that's that, that's a window, but I'll get him on the phone if you want. Okay, but yeah. thanks, thanks, Chad. But he he uh, they, they all it moved everybody, and whether 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 it moved them to steal it for a number one hit or a, a chart topper or you know, but everybody went in there. He yeah, he is uh, uh, you know, uh, he he's I think he's the musicians, you know that 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 yeah. voice that that's that sound yeah. 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 That running yeah, um, scared has that heartbeat drum beat that you're talking about. Oh, I love that song. Yeah. 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 That drum I mean, beat just yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it right there. I forget who it was who said um was, was it the, the Traveling Willowberries uh project when it was either Jeff Lynn, it might have been Tom Petty, but I think it was Jeff who said this, that he hadn't 
this is how he he discovered this because they they would all when they were tracking this record they would all gather around and do vocals together around one mic uh, for a lot of stuff and having a great time doing it and but standing right next to Roy singing uh, I think it was Jeff who said this he realized that how quietly uh, Roy would would enunciate when he was singing or he he would even when he was going for the high notes. His, his, his voice would be very quiet. Like he was very sort of conservative in the amount of air that he was pushing out. And somehow he would manage to get these amazing notes with very little effort. Yeah. And uh, I remember hearing that there was actually an, a trained opera singer, a friend of mine from years ago had told me that it's really good practice to try to work your range at low volume. Uh, yeah. it's, it's a way to kind of strengthen your, your diaphragm and well, <laughs> down here. Uh, and I, that, that was, I thought that was pretty fascinating that it, it's, his, his voice was almost inhuman in a way. <laughs> oh, cool. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah good, good choice. Mine's a, mine's a, a different I, – I can't remember if I've, if I've meddled in this area before, but this was a song that I was toying with playing acoustically. Uh, I've been beating up and, I mean, terrorizing a lot of tunes that I – because I, I like to do stuff that's not – and obviously, if you've seen Blackguards before, you'll see a lot of stuff that really shouldn't be done as a, but we do it anyway. And uh, same, same, same kind of approach with some of these acoustic songs. Well, one of the, one of the songs in particular that I've been messing with is a song by Prince. It's called uh, "When You're Mine," and I don't even know if it's a big, big, if it's a big hit of his. I wasn't, I was never a fan. I was never, you know, a Prince fan. I always knew how insanely good this guy was. I always knew that musicians would trip over themselves when they wanted to talk about his, his brain, his music brain, his, his, you know, um, his just genius. And of course I love, I love the fact that, you know, most, most songs are about women, you know, about, about getting it on. And, mm -hmm. uh, but this one song in particular, it's kind of, if you can imagine the knack my Sharona, if you can imagine the, the that band or a band like uh, even even like one of these modern kind of pop rock bands doing a, a song, um, it's just it's very very it, it's it's nice and chunky. It's it, it's got it's got great uh, like kind of tongue in cheek backing vocals on it um, and the instrumentation. It's just it's just a great uh, great pop song and it, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, it's one of those. I'm dying to hear this. Yeah, it's, it's one of those songs that just it just it just makes you move. And if you've ever been to a to to see a show where it's just one guy and a guitar, I, and again, I, I'm I'm not knocking it. You know, for people that do it, it's 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 wonderful and it takes a lot of skill. But the looping, you know, where they play something and then they add to it live and then they hit up, you know, the, so it's basically they're 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 playing something, recording it then playing along with it and they'll overdub mm -hmm. it and overdub it. And I've only seen that done live a few times and it, and it's, it's, it's impressive. Um, I don't, I don't like to do it because to, to, I'm so scatterbrained. What you? Yes. I'm so scared that, that I'll change my mind halfway through it and want to do something else and, and throw a new key change in. Chad has been, Chad has been uh, uh, tormented. I'll say for, for so many years because I'll, We'll be playing a riff, you know. I'll, hey, hey, check this out, you know. I'm playing something. Then he'll jump in and just play along, and then the the second time around, I'll add another thing, and he goes, "That wasn't there a second ago." I know, I know. I'm just keep up, you know. It's just like, what? Would you play it the same once? You know, no. 
so, so like I said, I, I said all that to say, if you've seen those guys that play live with the loop, it's, it, it's, it's, it takes incredible talent. It takes good timing. It takes all this. I like to kind of just stay in the, but being one guy with a guitar and one voice, it's, uh, to me, it's imperative to, to ch- have different key changes and not just uh, my, myself and my friend Kent were talking about this just the other day. I think uh, last Tuesday or something, we were talking about um, how how much more fun it is for the audience to listen if the if the the singer song or songwriter the guitar player just uses a lot of dynamics on the way you play without falling out of time, but you know brings the, brings the guitar down, sings. And then brings it back up for the chorus and tries to. The other thing is too, which mm-hmm. I've I found out in Wild Wild Weston was uh, when it's just you, you gotta you gotta slow it down and you gotta give them the one, give them the the the, the that downbeat because yeah, you know they want to be involved. There's no band there, yeah, yeah. If no, if you don't put the one there, nobody else is gonna put it there. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's cool. But going back to Prince, I remember, uh, I think it was the very first tour we went on as Blackguards in 2006. And you and I were going over what CDs we were going to take because that was the decision we had to make <laughs> before we left back in those days. And you, you said, what do you think? And you pulled out, you had, you had the CD of Purple Rain. I said, I think, I think we're going to listen to this at some point, but I don't know when, but yeah, well, it'll be the right time. And it was like in the middle of the night. It was like at three or four in the morning between stops. You said, oh, you know what we should listen to right now? <laughs> so get purple rain out of that thing. So, That's right. Yeah. We we put that in, listen to the whole thing. It was like absolutely perfect. Like right in that moment. That's why I, I sometimes say that music, especially when you're on the road, it's like food. It's like that there's, there's sometimes there's, there's a specific thing that you have to listen to at that moment. And that was one of those moments. Yeah. The, the, the other I, one, the other one was, was the traveling Wilbury stuff. Cause uh, yes. I, 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 cause when we were going back and forth to Austin, um, yeah. a, a, a million times, but that would be the one I would call for. We'd get late in the night and, you know, we, we, we're, we're on the road. It's five o'clock in the morning. We've been on the road since four o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock yeah. in the afternoon and gone and played. And we're on the way back. But that, those, both of those traveling Wilbury, uh, records, if you like Roy, Roy Overson and you love good, good, well pieced together, great music, great yeah. harmonies, great rhythms. Great, and there's not a dud on it. There's no, sorry, except for maybe. Um, the second one has a couple of yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. but still, I mean, it, it's it's done so well. It's just done so yeah. you know. It, so anyway, Chad, I agree wholeheartedly. Those songs at that time really saved the car from from <laughs> right. You know, oh, with the traveling Wilburys too. I remember this. I think we're just we're coming home from Austin. So I remember we're on six ten. Sometimes I, sometimes I remember exactly where we were when these moments happened. But you said. I was trying to get, trying to ask you, what do you want to listen to? And I said, traveling Uber. And you said, yes, yes, put that on. Uh, we got to Margarita, that one. Yeah. Uh, that has that long intro. Yeah. And you're just like, all right, all right, come on. And you were turning it up and it would go, the intro, because the instrumental the intro goes on for a while. And you started turning it up every few seconds and you started going, come on, come on. <laughs> like without fast forwarding, you refused yeah, to yeah. fast forward to the part you would hear. Like, yeah. And I laughed at you. So look at you getting impatient with the song. <laughs> yeah, but but it's it's the same it's the same as those psychopaths that get out of the fucking car before the song's over. <laughs> Don't right. no no right. stay right there. And they go, but there's no AC and it's a thousand degrees. Shut up, you lay wait till the end of the song. No, it's it. Yeah, you don't you don't leave the song. You don't leave the song. Really, especially back yeah when we were kids growing up too. You didn't know when you were going to be able to hear that song. I again know it was coming over the radio. God, what a 
Yeah. Heidi, do you have any Heidi? Do you have any uh, music that you particularly like fond of listening to when you're in the middle of a long drive? Do you think it's good for driving music? Hmm. That's hard to answer because I'll bounce from one <laughs> thing to the next, and I sure. fast forward. <laughs> even a, even a favorite <laughs> song, I'll be like, I, I hit forward. I am I'm a very impatient listener sometimes. Depends on really. what. What's something you'd fa- like skipping through songs or actually fast forwarding through a song? Like like skipping to the next song. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but typically, yeah. if I'm trying to stay awake and it's a long drive, it's something I either can or cannot sing along to, but has to be sung. So it'll be corny stuff, like anything from, uh, and not that Ava's corny, it's not corny, but you know, those those things that you just have to sing along or Patsy yeah, Cline. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that. And then I'll switch to something like Metallica with San Francisco Symphony, you know, just anything to like make my mind keep turning so that I stay awake and stay yeah, and then occasionally, you know, the sappy stuff. But yeah, I, I, that's a hard for me to answer because I bounce around like constantly. Sure. Yeah, I know. It, yeah. It's I, I get really picky too about what I want to listen to, and it's funny that I used to, I used to when I was in the in the days before we had the ability to listen to whatever the hell you want to at, at any one moment. I used to wish that I could do that. So it wouldn't be you know, when I was making tapes for a trip or something. I said, like, wouldn't it be great if I could just take my entire collection with me. And now that I, not only do I have that, but you can listen to literally any song that ever existed whenever you want to listen to it. I still go back and uh, I'll just pull up the same playlist. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I can't make a decision. It's it's impossible yeah. to make a decision. But I guess that's why things like Pandora and, and uh, I don't know, these, these, these uh, automatically generated yeah. playlists have become so popular. So I, I usually don't have the, pa- I, maybe I should do that. I usually don't have the patience to listen to Pandora. So there might be something specific I want to hear. Well, back in the day, in, 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 in defense of that, you know, back in the day, they would just pick what, I mean, you wouldn't even get a new song. If you're listening, if you're on a eight hour road trip, 10 hour road trip, you're going to hear the same song five or six times. Yeah. You know, I know when Lori is in with us and Lori will play Ozzy's Boneyard, it will be the same. I mean, you can, yes. it, it's a carbon copy of the same that they don't even change the song. I'm like, Hey, we just heard, can we, can we can we skip fucking Dio for for ah so yeah and yeah, and, it's, it's, yeah. and and music is such a personal um it, it, it it's not only personal but it's massively uh it's it, it's 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 to you it's sacred to you it's you know so somebody else goes oh that's a shit song <laughs> sorry Mr Falcon you know <laughs> you got you got that wrong you know so. So you, you have a, you, you know, like I say, we, we, we say this time and time again on here. So we kill these songs and people are at home. Uh, uh, not quite Kelly B 52, uh, land over there in Atlanta, but you should go, well, Hey, you can't get, but we're not killing it because we're saying it's crap. We're, we're saying it's songs that just drive the, you know, the, 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 the needle into your eyeball, you know, it's, uh, it's mm-hmm. uh, you know, but it's so incredibly personal, and it's so incredible, you know. And and it's it, uh, today. I don't know if you can tell, but I'm 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 actually on fire. Uh, I, I was out on a kayak all day, <laughs> so I'm, wow. I'm I'm just I'm I'm in uh, burnt to a crisp. But uh, I was listening to to Barbara Streisand and and Barry Gibb, their secret collection, or whatever it's called, and right. 
you know, and, and if you were outside the car, you'd think, my God, that guy's deaf. <laughs> Why does it have to be so loud? But the truth of it is, is not that, you know, Barbara Streisand's voice is one of the, one of the greatest, like Roy Orbison, you know, it's, it's, you may not like it and you may not like it, but you cannot deny that mm-hmm. what, the clarity and the power behind that voice and the timber and the thing. And then having somebody like Barry Gibb, who may be one of my favorite songwriters of all time, only I'm, I'm not talking uh, lyrics or anything. I'm just talking melody and just hook. And I mean, just one of these, inc- just, just a monster, an absolute monster when it comes to, um, mm-hmm. to, 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 to constructing a hit. And I'm, you know, again, I could care less for the hit. I could care less for number one or, uh, I mean, it, but they're so well put together and the hooks are so hooky. You know I mean? They, they, they get a hold of you. And they just, I mean, they're just, you know, so I was listening to it and very quite loud and enjoying everything. And, and there's so much fluff in it. You know, like when, if you, if you do happen to catch, uh, a line of the lyric. It's not great, but it's definitely not fucking uh, insert bad pop band here. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, uh, it's just, it's to, to like, like, like you were talking about yeah. Abba, Abba, you know, when you hear those two female voices together, I, I you know, I, I just, I don't care if you hate it or not. You have to, you have to just give them that those, those guys, Bjorn and Benny, knew what the fuck they were doing when they put those two voices together. Cause I've never heard anything like that. I've never heard. Yeah. Barry Gibb is, is just one of those masters of, of that, that craft. And we were talking, we were talking about him in, in, in comparison to Jimmy Webb when we're on the road, actually yeah. we we're talking about that. Yeah. Those, those two guys are just so incredibly talented. Just coming up with the structure and, you know, not just the melodies themselves, but the actual structure of the songs is incredible to me. What they, what they come up with. Jimmy Webb in particular. Yeah. But Barry Gibbs yeah. is amazing as well. Yeah. Yeah. He just over and over again, oh, so many fucking hits. It's, it's, it's unreal actually. Yeah. See, I used to kind of get short of breath when I would be listening to them talking about uh, how after disco died, they were trying to stay busy. I was like, can't you just go float away on your, your planet of money. I mean, can't you just, you know, haven't you done, but it, 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 it's, it's not money. It's they're they're They were put on this earth. Well, two, two of them were taken away, but uh, they were, they were put here to do nothing, but just make the greatest fucking pop songs. And mm-hmm. they did. And they're, and, and, and Barry's still at it. He's still at it. It's, 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 it's it, it, mind blowing. And uh, it is something to behold. You know, yeah. and getting to enjoy it, like you said, Chad. You know, getting to getting to pull these songs up at, on a whim. Uh, hey, piece of plastic in my hand. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I want to hear the catalog of blah blah blah, and there it is. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, it used to require work to get that stuff. You know, I know. You had that either imagine what it was like to get somebody to describe it. Go and spend hours at the at the uh, at the, the record store. You know, trying to make a informed decision of which, 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 you know, what, what thing you should buy or. As much as you guys listen to, you know, all the different songwriters and rock and roll, do either of you listen to classical at all? Mm, he <laughs> has, yeah. I used to. I, I don't really so much anymore. Um, I there was a, I've, I've listened to parody classical, <laughs> PDQ Bach. I love PDQ Bach. Uh, it's been years since I've listened to that stuff. 
but no, I, I should. I, I, I have, I've, I've listened to like uh, Holst, uh, the planets suite. I used to listen to that a lot, but that was mainly because it reminded me of the Star Wars soundtrack. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Williams. Most of the classical stuff I know is stuff that like John Williams wrote. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Which is brilliant, but it's, but it's, uh, yeah, not, not yeah. strictly the classical. Yeah, I I don't know my composers like I should, but I have many many many. And you see, and I'm 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 old. I, I I still go to Cactus and pick out records and go and try to find old records that I used to have and order old records. And so, uh, like I I still won't have a, a brand new phone. Uh, it, it does everything for you. It can walk the dog. It can light the. The, the lighthouse it can land a plane it can you know it can do everything i still don't have any music on it i still don't have any you know I, i've got no apps on it i've got no nothing i make phone calls that's what it's for so um but you make but, phone but, calls with your phone what <laughs> i know i know and people are going hey hey you, you can text me you monkey and i go no no i can i got you now oh and speaking of that speaking of that speaking of texting I spoke live to one June Narnia. What? Yes. I said, I'm going to say that again. Chad, cut it right here. Marker. And you guys go, what? Okay. <laughs> no. So uh, so our good friend, June Narnia, I got to speak to him. Well, June Narnia has got a new project, a new project, a new rock and roll project. And it's a, uh, I want to say it's a four piece. It, it is a four piece. And, it's going to be absolute, absolute. It's gonna, it's gonna be amazing. So, uh, cool. backseat to Lila. That's the name of the band. Yeah, and they are. Uh, I heard, I heard, heard some tracks. Um, uh, Chad, I'm gonna send it to you, and uh, we're, we're we're gonna try to get them down here to Houston. They cool. They, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be. Think, think about. Uh, Think about like a Gary Moore style blues rock band with keyboards and great vocals and just a rhythm section from hell. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be amazing. So, um, Chad, if I send you this, if you can put it in the show notes, I'd love to to uh, okay. spread a little spread a little Omaha down here, and uh, we're really going to try to work hard to get these guys down here. So, cool. June Nardi back on the scene. About time. So, uh, sorry, and, and Heidi, I. Uh, we we went spinning off after the thing. Was there a classical? Uh, is is there a classical favorite of yours? Do you have like a? Is there a? What's your? I do. What's your? What's your go to? Yeah, and I, I was just thinking that you know when you asked what I play in my car because I'll switch from when I get tired of lyrics and everything I'll switch to classical. I love Beethoven. Believe it or not, that that of all the ones that are great and I like, it's it's Beethoven. Trite as that might sound. I don't. I, I don't think so at all. I think it's. I, I, you know, it, it's. Uh, I have many, many, many CDs. I have. I have uh, collections too. I remember back in the day too, buying the buying the the TV offer with the you know the six CDs and you know you can have all these on six CDs or twelve cassettes or whatever the hell it was. Uh, and it's so, but it's just so well so well put together and it's, and it and it really, it, 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 the, the beauty of that is it can take you to two places. It can take you to that relaxed place, or it can also drive you. It can, you can put that shit on loud and get some stuff done. And yeah. it, you know, yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah. It's, it's, it's great stuff. I, I did. My, my mom used to listen to a lot of classical when I was a kid too. So I, 
I had that around. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I remember she, she listened to Vivaldi a lot. I think the, the four seasons were, were a big thing in the seventies. That was, yeah. was very popular back then for some reason. Yeah. That's a, that's a good, that's a, uh, that's a great LP uh, moment. You know, w- w- when you, when you get some, 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 just some really well recorded stuff on LP and it's just, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a magic to that. Yeah. Definitely. And I, I have to, I, I'm, I'm in the process of, of reorganizing my entire apartment and, and, and having to move my CDs around, which I haven't looked at in years, but I have bought, I know I, I have bought classical CDs in the past. So I'm curious that, but I don't remember what they are, <laughs> but at some point in the near future, I'm going to find out. So maybe I'll report back on that at some point. Like there must be a reason why I would buy a classical piece. I, there must've been something on that. I really liked if I did that. So, yeah. Uh, this is going back 20 years, probably 20, 30 years when I bought these things. So that's why well, I don't remember. Go. They were probably called yeah, DCs we'll back then. That was before the, <laughs> b- before electricity. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, so, so uh, we're, we're, we're going to be posting more about this, uh, this, this, uh, these, these drummer. Uh, and I, I'd love to, like I said last time, I'd love to post a clip uh, depending on, you know, how, how these guys feel about it. But um the, the cool thing is they all kind of checked in to Slappercast and they listened. So they got a little background and, and it, it's just, yeah. it, it really is. It's such a, it's such a delight to meet good people that have done, done their homework and also done a little extra by, you know, cause they kind of dug in, they listened to some of this. It was just really, I, 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 I have to say the last couple of weeks have been really fun because we met yeah. some great, I mean, we, we have met some people that we're going to know for a long, long, long time. And, and yeah, I, I just wish can. I could, I wish I could hire every single one of them. Cause I mean, I know. nobody's been bad. I swear to God, nobody, I, I called Heidi mm-hmm. after a couple of them. I go, Hey, are you up? She goes, I'm now mother. And I go, uh, <laughs> I go, I'm not your mother, but, uh, but, but, but you can tell your mother, I stopped right there for her, Heidi. I stopped. Okay, I, I, okay. I caught it up. Don't hurt her, Heidi. Go to, uh, <laughs> mom, mom, go to marker 109.29. Uh, <laughs> Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's, it, it, it's going to be, it's going to be really, really fun and there's going to be a lot. And then, uh, um, uh, last week too, we put up, uh, we put up some more coffee and we put up some more, uh, some LPs and stuff like that on the thing. We're going to, um, we're going to make room for some more merch, for some new stuff. And, uh, uh, just, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I can't wait for August. Uh, August, as everybody knows, is the most important month of the year. Um, uh, September can go to hell. October, October is welcome, but November, December is nothing there. January is nothing. August is the greatest month of all. And there's no question there. But, um, so when August rolls around, we're going to have some, we're going to have some rock and roll for you. So yeah, I cannot yeah, wait. Yeah. And, and if I haven't said it before, let me say it to you right now. Happy 4th of July. And do, do me a favor. Love your That's fucking right. country for God's sake. For- <laughs> Come on. Yeah. That's right. God, I forgot it's July already. Yes, it is. Yes. Say, can you see? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And Heidi, thanks for, thanks for jumping in. She's the busiest of all of us. And yet she still jumped in because, (laughs) yes, she is. Uh, And Judy, get well, stay well. And uh, Chad, thanks for taking care of her. And, um, yeah, listen, thanks for listening and, uh, check out the website, check out the, uh, the dates they're coming. 
And I can't wait to get back out and see you. And kids, wear sunscreen for the love of God. I'm on fire. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Shut up. You don't even go out in the sun, Mr. Falcon. No, you don't. I walked, no, I walked away to the post office Yeah, but it was today. 9 o'clock at night. That's not sun. That's the moon. There's a difference. God. That doesn't work. Yeah, he's uh, he's like a shoebox. It only comes out when there's something important. All right. All right, kids. Maybe it makes sense. Shoe, right, shoe, shoe polish. I keep mine in the box. All right, forget it. Oh, uh, okay. 